Hello and welcome to Goddess Resurrection. My name is Britta and I am your host. And today's episode is episode number four of season two. And the subject is holding your light. Holding your light. We'll get to that in a second, but let me say hello. Hello, my sweet sisters. How are you? I hope you are breathing and feeling and you're enjoying these energies of this new year. Um, not just this new year, but really this change and this shift. And, you know, there's a real forward motion that um, has been coming in. It's uh, feeling like a rebirth. It's feeling like a renewal to some. It's feeling like, um, you know, finally, as all of the planets are now direct, um, it, it it feels like all lights are green, right? We're, we're go motion. We're feeling this forward motion. If you haven't really been feeling it quite yet, it's coming. Give it a couple more weeks. But um, all of us should be really feeling this influx, this influx of vision and, 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 and newly, um, you know, felt inspiration and, and energy levels too, you know, coming up. Um, however, plenty of purging, plenty of purging still happening. <laughs> so stay with it, stay with it. Keep breathing and feeling and not thinking into whatever emotions, whatever mental purging, whatever physical purging is happening, right? Keep staying the course, knowing that, okay, if it's purging, it's got to come out. So stay with the breath and to assist that as best as possible. So from here, I want to talk about holding your light. And what does it really mean to hold your light? Um, we are going through this ascension process, as you know, and this means that we are embodying more of our light, right? We're, we're, we're embodying more of our light. We're becoming more and more and more of our true self as we are elevating, as we are clearing through layers of old energy, as we are adjusting ourselves and aligning ourselves to our light. This is a process that has never happened on earth before. Yes, there have been civilizations on earth that were advanced, that were of higher light consciousness. Yes, but they've never gone through the ascension process while in a human form. And so this is a very new first time here on earth experience. And so therefore, it is very important to really understand, to really intellectually understand what is happening. Um, and so these last two episodes that I did, they were on the dark feminine and debunking the um, dark feminine were very important to this subject because when you think of yourself as the light being that you really are, Right? You think of yourself as the infinite, beautiful, divine light source being, the soul that you are. In your light, there is no darkness, right? And even in the higher dimensions that we exist within or travel to, 
very, 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 very little darkness, right? It's just that the lower vibrations, the lower planes of existence hold densities or shadow or darkness. And so shadow is generally something that we still need to clear. Darkness is a consciousness that attaches onto shadow, it attaches onto beings such as us as humans. Now, Earth being the plane that is currently ascending, the old energies of the old paradigm, there was a lot of contrast needed for our soul's journeys to learn and to grow and to evolve. So we needed to see the contrast. We needed to learn through the contrast of that balance. It's still happening. This ascension process is going to take time. It's going to take a lot of time. But nevertheless, those of us who are strongly anchored in their light, those of us who are existing within their fifth dimensional, sixth dimensional, seventh dimensional realities and up are realizing and recognizing that holding your light is a practice and it's a conscious awareness. And I just want to reiterate, because this is important information for everybody to keep hearing as we are ascending and as we are shifting into our light bodies and our light bodies are growing and becoming stronger, the reason for the purging is that the densities, the shadows have to be healed, have to be purged in order for more of our light to embody. So in essence, what I want you to understand and visualize for yourself is that as you, the light being that you are, are ascending while here in human form, while here on earth, you're basically elevating out of that old paradigm, out of that old needing to live and learn by contrast, right? Because the contrast was appropriate and it's still going to be appropriate for many. But if you are really on this ascension path, if you're really learning and embodying your light, for you, the contrast, the need to learn through contrast is becoming less and less and less your path. Hence, all shadow, all darkness needs to be dealt with whether it's be removed or whether it's be healed and integrated, depending on the level of it, right? Um, that is something that you will know as you keep ascending, keep embodying more of your light, higher frequencies, yet with every level, right? We're, we're moving through personal levels of growth, of light embodiment. And so we're becoming lighter and lighter and we're also seeing within ourselves now very clearly when it's still old energy speaking or wanting to purge whether it's mental emotional physical right we're recognizing it now very quickly that oh okay yep this is just you know old shadow another layer of old memory of fear oh uh, another another old incarnation that is that is purging the memory of suffering right it's all clearing out because we are ascending 
these human forms vibrationally the dna is changing and upgrading to build light body and as we're ascending these human forms mentally emotionally physically we're also opening and purging and clearing all of our other incarnations all of other other um experiences that we have had here on earth um i want to share about somebody that i um study um she is incredible so um her name is jill balta taylor and she became well known with her ted talk that was my stroke of insight and so in this ted talk Dr. Taylor, who is a brain scientist, um, was able to share about how she had a stroke and she was able to witness her own experience as she was having her stroke. Um, in this TED Talk, and I strongly suggest you go check it out, um, it's on YouTube, My Stroke of Insight. So she's now able to witness herself as the two hemispheres, right, the left and the right hemispheres um, are taking turns because her stroke is in the left, the masculine side. And so she has moments where she can think and she's aware of that, oh, something's wrong, I've got to call the ambulance. But then, you know, because of the um, stroke, then it shifts back into her right hemisphere where she loses all sense of the earthly and, and opens into her soul into the infinite expansiveness of her soul. She literally explains and shares how she can see her arm dissolving, just turning into vibration. She can't speak anymore. She can't think, right? Because that's the other hemisphere. Fascinating, fascinating um, TED Talk. So um, look at that up. And so from here, ever since then, she has done much, much, much more research. And her life has changed because um, being forced by her stroke and the recovery time, which was quite long, to primarily exist within her right hemisphere, she is now able to share how, you know, in the past, she cared about status and making money and, 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 you know, all of the details of the ego and money and status and success. Now, after having lived within her right hemisphere, her oneness consciousness, her true essence self, um, you know, she likes to spend a lot of time in nature. She likes to connect with nature. She feels the animals. She feels the oneness, right? When she is in nature in that peace. So as she's now back to health, as she's recovered, she's done more research on the brain. And um, she's now sharing a beautiful book which is called Whole Brain Living. And there is, um, you know, YouTube video material on that as well, interviews and such. Um, it's called Whole Brain Living by Jill Balta-Taylor. Again, very fascinating. Um, and this is where I really want to come back to the sharing of this and how it relates to today's subject of holding light.
So she's now recognizing and seeing that um, within the left hemisphere, which I call the masculine, it's the linear, it's everything that's focused on the earthly experience, everything external. There is feeling, there is a feeling section within the left hemisphere. And so what this feeling section is about, um, it has everything to do with what I refer to as this is where the ego hooks in, right? Because the ego likes to keep everything in the known. It doesn't like change. And so the feeling section within the left hemisphere relates only to the memory of the past, to whatever happened in the past, the memory of the trauma, the memory of um, the pain, the memory of what happened. Maybe it was good too. You know, all of the feeling memory of similar experiences um, of the past that get triggered in the present. And then the left hemisphere likes to project that information into the present. Let's not let that happen again. Right. So it's the ego protection mechanism right there. The left hemisphere also likes to project the memory from the past into the future. So here we can now very clearly recognize that, yes, there is feeling in the left hemisphere, but it's still all in and around the memory, the conditioning of what has already been that is being projected into the present and into the future. The right hemisphere, which is the feeling, which is the feminine, yes, um, it opens into our sensory, it opens into our intuition, it opens into our body connection, it opens into the earth connection. And on the spiritual level, of course, it also opens into our higher self, into our soul, into dimensional traveling into channeling abilities, etc., uh, etc. Et and so um, past life regression also, right hemisphere. And so um, then there is a thinking. There's a thinking aspect within the right hemisphere. And this is very, very interesting. And this is really the reason why I'm sharing all of this. Um, so the thinking aspect in the right hemisphere is the part that thinks into the moment but it's not really thinking it's more so an awareness it's a, an observing it's a recognition of what is happening in the moment it is also the ability to um, think with gratitude to, to think with um, higher self recognition of what am I here to learn what is my lesson? How can I perceive this through the highest perspective? So as you can see, the thinking ability within the right hemisphere is the thinking that connects us to our higher selves, to our light perspectives, to our soul alignment to understand and live this earthly experience as the soul, as the light being, aware of that, yes, we're wanting continuously to grow, we're wanting continuously to open our consciousness and embody more of our light consciousness. And so this thinking 
seeks out the highest perspective. This thinking seeks out the soul wisdom of what am I meant to learn here? What's my lesson here? Um, am I still clearing karma? Is this purging? Um, you know, how can I respond versus react? Right? So this is the ascended form of thinking. This is the um, light perspective, if you will. And so now coming back to holding your light, right? So for me, for example, let me talk about myself with a few samples here. Um, for me to hold my light means I access my right hemisphere, my feminine hemisphere. I access the thinking within it most of the time. Now, I am lucky and I am blessed that I am able to do this because my work allows me to stay clear of thought, allows me to stay the channel, allows me to stay in my light all day long. Of course, I access my masculine side. Of course, I schedule and learn technology and plan ahead. Absolutely. My masculine side is just as important as my feminine side. However, as we are ascending, in order to really hold our light and keep ascending and keep embodying higher light frequency, it is becoming more and more important to always stay connected and in alignment with the right hemisphere, the feminine hemisphere, to stay in the higher self-guidance, to stay in the higher perspective of what am I meant to learn here? How can I perceive this? How would my light see this? How um, can I respond versus react? And even when purging arises or old voices are coming in from the left side from the ego side that I am still so aligned and so connected within my right hemisphere that I am observing that I am now able to observe the old energy I am now able to observe the old thinking I am now able to observe the old ways of perceiving and reaction patterns right coping mechanisms protection mechanisms um, you know and this is all where shadow hooks in Right. It's it's in within the um, ego. Memory of the left side of the masculine. Right. This is this is where shadow hooks in. And this is where shadow also has been able to hook in and exist through all of the other lifetimes. And that is the way it was supposed to be. It was perfectly fine. It was part of our growth. And I'm saying shadow hook in because, yes, we all, you know, still have shadow, which is wounding and, and, and limited thinking, fear thinking, uh, separation thinking, right? That's all still layers of levels of shadow. And of course, 
as you all know, you know, darkness does hook into shadow and wounding and um, limited fearful thinking. And so that is also still all existing within our souls, meaning this lifetime and all other lifetimes. And so as this is purging and as this is releasing and as this is clearing layer by layer, lifetime by lifetime, um, to stay in this right brain connection, consciously using the masculine to help repattern, to help realign and upgrade to upgrade to that harmony within, to upgrade to, yeah, that's right. This is an old misperception. Oh yeah, this is an old wounding of myself. When I was little Britta, when I felt ashamed for, you know, not telling my mom that I, you know, found a secret out about my dad. I'm not going to go into detail. Um, so, you know, this was actually my most recent, my most recent from this week um, integration where, um, you know, I brought little Britta in at four or five years old. Um, and, you know, she really was still struggling with keeping that secret, you know, with having caught my dad. And I don't want to go into too much detail because, you know, I don't want to divulge family stuff. But, um, you know, it was still wearing on her. It was still festering in her, the guilt, the shame, right, the, the confusion, right because she was so little I was so little and um so yes you know this work continues and continues on I have worked with this little Brita before but this was just a deeper level of her really wanting to curl up in my lap and really wanting to um be heard and share about how she was feeling and how confused she was feeling and how guilty she was feeling about not sharing and not saying anything. And, you know, and we all know that it's really, really painful for children to keep secrets, right? We're never, ever wanting to ask children to keep any secrets. And so, um, you know, this was all part of her needing to process it out, needing to talk to me and me talking to her and, you know, us spending time together that helped her <sighs> clear that, clear that shadow, clear that pain, clear that wounding. And again, in order to be able to continue to do that as the days and the weeks and the months pass, you know, all of us that are ready to stay present to each and every emotion, right? Um, I was able to recognize it because I was staying in my feminine hemisphere, always connected to my feminine energy, recognizing, oh, what's bubbling up to the surface here? What's happening? What's coming up? That I was then able to, okay, all right, let me just breathe into that you know 
what's bubbling up, what's next, what's this layer. And then I was up a little better, right? Because you're so open at this point. If you're listening to this podcast, this is advanced work. And so if you're not that there yet, that's okay. You can listen to this work as well, to this information and, and don't feel bad if you're not able to yet do this. Just keep up with it. Just keep up with the work and, and listen to all of the other episodes, right? They that that help you get there. Um, but so to to you know stay in front of it and to um keep working every soul has their own timing every soul has their own process and their own lessons that are still part of the integration right but yes so being able to recognize it and and, and bringing little Britta forth and allowing her to free herself heal herself clear herself with my help right it's us doing it together that 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 really does it and so having this ability to continue this work to continue my illumination is a hugely 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 important part to holding my light and not only just holding my light but as I keep welcoming what's bubbling up as I keep welcoming encouraging and integrating embodying more light building stronger light body increasing my light frequency right and so um that is really the most important part to holding your light and then as your soul unfolds and you can trust the timing of your soul because it always will bring up the next layer, bring up the next level, bring up the next shadow, whatever is still there as the timing is perfect. And so from here, um, let me just remind you that um, it's not just about, you know, um, whatever the things are saging yourself or you know doing um whatever whatever is hip and chic right whatever the newest thing is to do um whether it's um you know the bowls or sound bath or you know doing a ceremony like all of that is great and it will help every little bit helps but those things alone will not raise your vibration, okay? It's very important to remember that, that in the end, you, the soul that you are, the infinite being that you are, you and only you can be responsible. And that responsibility is in and of itself a light strength. And this light strength needs to be built and, 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 and worked with. And that does require for you to think less and practice being in your feminine hemisphere consciously still being present to life still in life whether it's when you're at work or with your family or when you're with friends 
but it is a practice. It's a super, super, super important practice for you to stay very vigilant on that, to stay out of the thoughts, back into the breath, and coming back into the observing. Just observing, observing the external, observing your family, observing your environment, your work environment, your friends, observing yourself, right? That is that thinking part that's within the right hemisphere, observing, excuse me, observing yourself. And then from there, if something triggers you, if something activates you in your life, in your external life, Make sure you stay in the right hemisphere. Make sure you stay in that, oh, okay, what's happening? What am I meant to see? How can I respond? Okay, let me breathe and feel through the trigger, through the activation. How can I respond here? And so through that process, you are also rewiring the left hemisphere. You are rewiring, getting everybody on the same page to get the left to respond in the updated ways, in the upgraded ways, right? So it's not such a big contrast anymore. It'll just become more and more normal to stay in peaceful center. It'll become more and more normal to immediately look for the higher perspective. It'll become very natural to not react, to breathe and feel through the emotion, and then to wait that out, to process that out, and then to come back into that response from your higher wisdom, your deeper wisdom to be like, okay, Maybe I'm not going to say anything right now. And, and I'll, I'll address this conversation when it feels right, right? So really allow yourself to understand that you're going to bring in more and more of your wisdom. Retraining and upgrading continuously the left hemisphere. Your thinking is going to become more pristine the more that you do it. Because the brain wiring does upgrade as you heal, as you deepen, as you stay in your feminine energy, right? You're going to get better and better and clearer and clearer still. And as you do, you will naturally, naturally, you don't even have to worry about that. Intuitively, will your soul, your light, bring in more and more and more of your upgrades, your light vibrational frequency upgrades. That happens as a side effect. As long as you stay aware of yourself, of your thinking, of the ways in which you identify yourself as, you know, whatever it may be, question everything. And I want to bring in one more quick example to really hopefully bring that point home. Um, I was just um, in a session with one of my clients and she was sharing about one of her girlfriends. And one of her girlfriends um, has been um, in the Buddhist practice. And so um, as a part of her Buddhist practice, she went to go see a master, a master Buddhist teacher. 
And so she was sharing with my client how this master Buddhist teacher said to her, you know, you have to watch your words. You have to watch how you speak. You have to watch, you know, how you're saying things. You've got a rough mouth. And this rough mouth is keeping you from your blessings. So think about that, right? It's layer after layer after layer. So her friend, being a Buddhist and all, really loved and identified with herself as this rough New Yorker, you know, like, yeah, I say it as it is. Yeah, I don't waste time. I hand it to you. You know what I mean? That attitude that, that you know, is so New Yorker, of course. I love New York. I've always loved New York. One of my favorite cities in the world. But um, yeah, you know, it's this, it's this attitude, this identification, because that's what the ego, remember, left hemisphere wants to hold on to to hold on to what we know, how we have always identified ourselves. And that needs to keep shifting and changing. You need to be aware of that things that you are so used to, things that you feel are okay, eventually might not be okay anymore if you really care about your light, if you really care about your light alignment, if you really care about your uh, ascension right? Your goddess embodiment, right? For you to be in the right hemisphere, for you to be in the right hemisphere and in the feminine energy is going to become more and more and more important. And it is a natural process. It can't all happen overnight. It will show itself. It will unfold naturally and intuitively, Right. So don't worry about needing to speed it up or, you know, what should I do? That's all, again, masculine energy thinking. Right. Oh, what the tools? What can I do? Tell me what to do. That's all masculine energy again. Right. So to really remember that. Trust yourself. Trust your soul and keep it simple. Keep it simple. You don't need to contort yourself. This is a process that you, the soul that you are, you've already signed up for it. You are here to do this work. And wherever you are at is perfect because your timing is your unique timing. You can trust your soul. You can trust the timing of your life. You can trust your light. As long as you stay in your light connection, right hemisphere, most of the time. That is the most important practice. Most important practice. Do I check myself in terms of the food that I eat? Absolutely. I am so organic and so health conscious. Do I sometimes have a little sugar? Yes. Do I sometimes have gluten? Yes. It's okay. Do I sometimes have a cocktail? Yes, because everything in moderation, as long as we're coming from the light perspective of life is meant to be enjoyed and life is meant to be a balance, it can all be a part of the journey, a part of the joy, a part of the blessing that it is to have these bodies, right? And we're not here to numb the senses. We're here to open the senses by being in that 
feminine energy flow, do I watch what I consume on every level? Yes. I don't watch news most of the time. I don't watch the the disasters and the horrors that are existing. I am aware of that they are existing. I don't need to watch it. I don't need to consume it constantly, right? Because that's also what will block and activate, again, the left side and will block being in the right hemisphere, right? Being, spending time with people, surrounding oneself with people that are, you know, very heavy and very negative and dense and, you know, gossipy and ego-driven, uh, you know, that is all also consumption. Will you outgrow friendships? Will you outgrow certain ways of living certain lifestyles yes absolutely it's part of the process too it's natural does that mean your life is going to become boring no no and I do want to share this and I do want to say this that um you know holding your life doesn't mean you need to sit on a mountaintop and meditate all day every day it doesn't mean that at all not at all I Honestly, kid you not, I am having more fun than I've ever had in my life. I'm having more fun now than I did in my 20s. I am loving life. I'm enjoying life. I have found this beautiful, harmonic dance with myself and with my responsibilities and with my ways in which I engage people and situations in life itself right it's a fine-tuning that continues does it mean life becomes boring absolutely not I promise you I'm saying this because a lot of people have this fear because the ego the ego drops in this fear of Oh, no, I don't want to be granola. Oh, no, I don't want to be boring. Because that old ego thrill, attachment, fears, not getting that fuel anymore. And all I can say is trust your process. Trust your process. Don't fearfully anticipate how you may be and what you may like and what you might not want to like anymore. You know, trust your process and trust that the light loves to have fun. Trust that the soul that you are is here to enjoy this human experience. It's a blessing to have a human body. The senses, the touch, the taste, the smell, the sound. It is one of the ways in which we celebrate our lives. It's one of the ways in which we celebrate this incarnation, right? We are here to, to live life and to enjoy it. As long as we are within our right hemisphere, we will always know what is good for me right now and what isn't. What is serving my light right now and what isn't. 
what is good for my body right now and what isn't. And give yourself permission for that to shift and change continuously as well. Give yourself permission for that, um, you know, evolution that may take you into unexpected twists and turns. You know, I know some people that are on this path um, that are very much about their light and their light embodiment and certain points on the journey, they felt they needed to eat red meat again. And that's okay too. Do not compare. Do not force yourself to become vegan just because that's what you've heard is the way to be, right? I've known um, breatharians that were tight as can be. I have known rawies, raw foodies, people that only eat raw food that were unhealed and messed up and their bodies didn't look healthy at all. And so it doesn't always necessarily have to mean that you're gonna now become light and embody your light just because you're only eating raw, right? So really let go of the attachments, let go of the comparison, let go of the ways in which you have thought you needed to be. And let your soul shine through, let yourself be guided by your intuition, by your feminine energy, right? Feel your way forward, let yourself be on your own journey, on your own path, because only you can do that. And only your soul with the beautiful individual colors that you are, the beautiful individual gifts and abilities that you have, only you can live this human incarnation and experience and whatever may be your thrill and your fun and your enjoyment and your beauty is perfectly yours, right? And when you are authentically centered within your light, it is always going to be supporting light, light within yourself and light within your life and your environment. And that is a promise. Okay, my beautiful sisters, thank you so much. Thank you so much for your light, your presence, your energy, your time. As always, I am sending love and light blessings to you and yours. Hugs and kisses. Ciao for now.